0: all the while with continuous encouragement to stay the course and live with discipline. This is a place where we're striving to steward our bodies well in order to joyfully serve. I am so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hey there, friends. Welcome to today's episode. Thank you so much for being here. I am very excited to dive in today to talk about a supplement that you may or may not be familiar with, and why am I talking about this on the podcast? Well, a couple of reasons. Number one, um, creatine is something, <laughs> spoiler alert, you already knew if you saw the title, creatine so we're talking about. Creatine is something that I have thought about for a long time. Like it's, it's been in the back of my mind. It might have been in the back of your mind before too. Or again, this might be totally brand new to you. Um, I was very drawn to it for a lot of reasons that I will talk about and I have never taken it. So at this point, i <laughs> telling you, we're going to talk about a supplement I have never even taken, but I did want to talk about this so that um, maybe if you've never, it's just put a little bug in your ear, like it's in my ear of like, oh, that's interesting to know about. I like to learn about new things and what they can, you know, the benefits, the downfall, et cetera. Number two is, it's it's more recent for me, this was not my number t- number two, but I'm going on a tangent already. Um, My husband started taking it recently. And so it's in our house. I'm seeing it more. <laughs> it's right up by the greens powder and the protein. And overall, I will say I have several episodes about supplements. And I, I 100% my approach is that supplements are there to do exactly that, to supplement the rest of your diet, the rest of your nutrition intake. I am all about getting nutrients in what you need, vitamins, minerals from whole clean foods, as much as you can. I am also about using supplementation where it benefits you. So I've shared before supplements that we've used, not used. Currently right now, I'm just using whey isolate and I'm using greens powder. And then it's not even a supplement because I just drink bone broth, which is a collagen source. So I'm not taking collagen right now. I just drink bone broth as a way to get collagen. So that's all I'm doing. My husband, like I said, has added in creatine. So we've had just more conversations around it. Reason number three I'm bringing this up is because some of you have asked me about it. It's been more in private settings when I have coaching calls or I'm training somebody one-on-one who usually has dove off a little more into the deep end of like science of... Um, nutrition, sports nutrition, or, you know, different things like that. They've gone down the rabbit holes, right? They're over on com and things like that. And they're saying like, hey, so what's this about creatine? And so that's why some of you might have gone down that rabbit hole yourselves. And some of you might, you know, be sticking more with whole foods and not know about this. So it's absolutely not an essential thing. Obviously, I'm not even taking it essential as a supplement, I should say, because we are getting it in our diet, which we'll talk about Um, But I just wanted to make you aware of it, and if it is something that you've thought about or might want to add to your routine, just something to be aware of. We talk about all different kinds of health and fitness things on this podcast. I had fun talking about the upcoming trends for 2024, and this has been popping up a little bit, so I figured we would chat about it. Now, the first source I'm going to share with you, this is from clevelandclinic.org, and it just defines it. What is creatine? Creatine is a natural source of energy that helps your skeletal muscles flex, So that's contract. Okay. It helps create a steady supply of energy in your muscles so they can keep working, especially while you're exercising. So, and also I'm going to take a pause here to tell you, you might hear my baby in the background. And I want you to know that my husband is home (laughs) and he is equipped with bottles and is probably trying to give him a bottle right now. And Mike is probably very mad that I'm not just nursing him. So I will get this information to you and I will probably go give him what he wants, which is not a bottle. <laughs> but just so you know, if you're like, um, is she going to get him? Like there is an adult taking care of him right now. All right. So uh, creatine, I said, helps create a steady supply of energy to your muscles, right? So the deal with creatine is we do get it from food. So we are naturally getting it from red meat, seafood, animal milk, like cow, goat, sheep. All right. And it says, according to clevenclinic.org that about half of our body's supply of creatine comes from our diet. Now where does the other half come from? Our body produces it. So our body does produce it naturally in our your liver, kidneys and pancreas. They deliver about 95% of the creatine to your skeletal muscles to use during physical activity. The rest goes to your heart, brain and other tissues. So you have it, your body's making it, you're getting it from food. The reason for supplementing with it then is, and this is according to the article, some people take creatine supplements because they work out a lot or don't get enough creatine in their diet. So this is why it's popped in my head. I, you know, right now, this is a bad example of, of saying, you know, working out because right now I'm still kind of following my postpartum protocol of rebuilding my core. It's still working out, but it's nothing like, you know, high level athlete. Okay. <laughs> I'm far away from that right now. But it's kind of that like why I use whey protein powder and why I use greens powder is just to make sure. Like I was not using greens powder every single day. I was trying to get all of my vegetable sources from whole foods. However, this is, you know, seasonally, I don't have romaine and spinach just outside to go pick. In the summer... We eat a ton of salads. We were drowning in salads this past summer and I love it because I grow in the yard. I can just go pick it and it's great. Fantastic. I am not buying fresh vegetables every other day at the grocery store right now. So it looks like a lot like relying on frozen vegetables, using more like root vegetables that are seasonal right now. So I have started using your greens powder every day in my shake. I might not do that when I get it's back to like salad season and whatnot. So... That's kind of how the way I think about creatine is it's something to think about in case I'm not having red meat that often. I'm not having animal fat that often, that kind of thing. So that's just why some people are taking it. It says um, creatine supplements exist as powders, tablets, capsules, liquids, and energy bars. Is it healthy to take creatine? And then there's a list that says, uh, well, studies show it's safe for many people to take it. However, there isn't enough evidence to know if it's safe for you if. And then it goes through a list of like if you're pregnant or breastfeeding, have diabetes, have kidney disease, have kidney disease or liver disease. And as always, talk to your healthcare provider before taking something. So another interesting, this was years ago when I was hearing about the benefits of it. Um, about the cognitive benefits of it. And and I in the podcast that I was listening to about this years ago, again, so I do not remember which one it was, they were talking, it was like a high-level doctor talking about the benefits of creatine for kids, actually. And I have not done more research on that. I'm not rushing to go get my six-year-old creatine. It's just something to think about if your kids are athletes, to look into, to maybe talk to a doctor that you trust that's a little bit more open to these kinds of things, um, and not, again, it's naturally in meats. It's naturally being produced by your body. It's just kind of one of those, if you think yourself or maybe your kids, this is totally, again, at your own <laughs> discretion. Um, it's just something to think about, something that I've thought about with, ha- with having four boys who are, you know, going to be, they're already active, but as they grow and progress in teenagers, those kinds of things are what I think about. I, um, for me, I've not even looked into it. With, be- with breastfeeding currently, but that's uh, probably another whole rabbit hole to go down. Now, why I was so drawn to this years ago beyond, okay, so yes, you could take it to, to essentially maybe get some benefits to enhance your workouts and to feel stronger in your workouts and those kinds of things. But why I was very drawn to it years ago when I heard about it on a podcast is this is still according to clevelandclinic.org. Studies suggest creatine supplements may help brain function in people 60 and older. This includes short-term memory, reasoning, neuroprotection, keeping groups of nerve cells safe from injury or damage. And it said researchers are still studying whether creatine supplements may help people with cognitive mental conditions, including dementia. I'm sure I've shared on the podcast before that my grandma has dementia. I was just chatting with this about this. With our Chasing Greatest group um, on our January live Zoom together. So if you were there, shout out. <laughs> if you watch the replay, shout out to you too. If you don't know what that is, go look at the website. Chasing Greenest Group is our monthly workout group. And we were, I was sharing that um, we were talking about sweeteners and sugars and things like that. And my grandma has dementia, and there have been lots of studies linking artificial sweeteners to dementia, but it's been a very big amounts. Because we were talking about if it's okay to have artificial sweeteners in there sparingly, which, spoiler alert, sparingly, there's not really any research to show, in my opinion. I have to be so careful when I talk about this stuff. In my opinion, the research really only shows that it's like a lot, like big amounts of aspartame, sucralose, et cetera, are going to lead to dementia. But my grandma did drink a lot. She drank a um, not alcohol. <laughs> she drank a two liter of Diet Coke a day. And thinking about that, I'm like, man, like again, so many factors, we don't know something to just to mill around up there. Right. So I'm always thinking of things that, you know, the books, the book by Max Lugavere, Genius Foods, He ta- his mom had, I believe dementia might've been Alzheimer's, but it was one of those cognitive, um, illnesses. And he talks a lot about foods to safeguard your brain hopefully trying to be proactive and preventative. So when I heard about this, I was like, wow, that is very interesting that that could, even if it could potentially help against something like dementia and there's, you know, very few risks, that is something to think about. Um, Still last little bit here from clevelandclinic.org said the most common creatine supplement is creatine monohydrate. It's a dietary supplement that increases muscle performance in short-duration, high-intensity resistance exercises, such as weightlifting, sprinting, and biking. So that's the most common one. Now, another source I had for you today, so that was all from Cleveland Clinic, um, but another one This was so interesting, this was on PubMed Central, it was just a journal published here that talked about the gist of the article was that way more is known about, there's been way more studies done with men and creatine than with women. But it did say that, let's see, Mm, creatine supplementation among premenopausal females appears to be effective for improving strength and exercise performance. Postmenopausal females may also experience benefits in skeletal muscle size and function when consuming high doses of creatine and favorable effects on bone when combined with resistance training. This is huge. We are here to talk about longevity and protecting ourselves. And we know that protein and having muscle mass all help safeguard us against injury and protect us long-term, slow down the aging process, like feel even better for longer, all of that. So that's really, really huge. And then it also said that... Um, the current, because people talk about the risks, like, well, what is the risks? Are there any risks to this? And again, do your own research, talk to your doctor before taking anything. But this is again, according to PubMed, the current body of literature that has evaluated the effect of creatine supplementation in females suggests that the risk to benefit ratio is low, with most studies indicating that there are numerous metabolic, hormonal, and neurological benefits. Woo. So it's looking good. <laughs> It's it's looking in favor of of the uh, to me it's looking like a why would you not again this is a do with the information what you will like I shared with you guys too there's always a um you know cost factor to how much you want to prioritize there are certain things my husband and I were just talking about we used to take fish oil we haven't taken fish oil in forever because I said okay I'm gonna stop buying it I'm just gonna make fish at least once a week more, more times a week. Well, I haven't been really making fish (laughs) once a week or multiple times a week, and we're not buying fish oil, so we need to get back to one of those. But we all have to pick and choose, right? Grocery prices are high. I get that. We've got to pick and choose what we're going to supplement with, what we're going to get through whole foods, and just make informed decisions do its best for you from there. But two books that I would love to recommend to you if you have not read already are Genius Foods by Max Lugavere that do just talk about whole foods that can help safeguard your brain and your body. And Forever Strong by Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, which I'm still finishing up at time of recording this, but it's just been a wealth of information uh, supporting animal protein, high protein diets, all of that. So I hope this was helpful. Maybe got your wheels spinning a little bit too, something to chat about for us. This is something to chat about at the dinner table because that's what we do here. Um, next podcast episode, I'm going to do just kind of one more in the nutrition department um, and then veer off a little bit next episode, we are going to talk about five tips to help stop bloating. That's an issue that a lot of us face. I've heard this a couple of times from the ladies in my challenges, things like that. So we're going to talk about that next episode. Till then, I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon.